Joseph is worth every day? Every day of the week? That is a fantastic question. It's something that AI just should not do. Hello, and welcome back to the Mangaka Education Podcast, where we talk about the business side of manga, webtoons, and anime. I'm your host, I'm Brandon Chen. I make manga, webtoons, video games, and novels for a living. I run a studio that does all those things. And today, we're going to get right into the questions that you guys submit on social media. Kayla's asking, does the thought of AI drawing manga for you excite you or scare you? Kayla, it's a really great question, really existential question. (laughs) I think it is exciting that AI is capable of making some of the things that are not so fun automating those things i could see it helping with coloring i could see it helping with maybe even inking at some points the full replacement of art in my opinion it's something that ai just should not do already copyright law says that you cannot copyright any sort of art that involves artificial intelligence if you can't copyright your own art then there's almost no point in making the manga because if you don't own the rights to your own manga then there's no point it's open for anyone to really do whatever they want which is (laughs) bad if it's your story. It's exciting that there's technology that can help make things more efficient. It does not excite me the idea that some people will probably try and replace artists out there. I'm not even an artist. I think it's like kind of ridiculous that I see some people putting out AI generated manga out there that's completely AI generated. There's this one scandal recently with Shonen Jump trying to automate the lettering of a manga. I think it was called like Rugby Rumble or something. They tried to automate the lettering of it and it looked terrible. I'm sure AI will get better. It'll be more efficient eventually will have different issues by the time ai becomes as good as a normal artist there will be enough issues in other reasons ai being sentient and wanting to destroy humanity it's exciting in a small capacity the full replacement of art not excited by that how to maintain making webtoon weekly chapters while got a full-time job too that's gonna be super hard i work with an artist on samurai torah he has a full-time job making manga and webtoons is my full-time job samurai torah the artist has a lot of stuff to do so how did we manage to to make that schedule possible. Currently, we have a certain workflow where, and this requires money because if you don't have certain time, you need to bring in teammates, right? And so that's why studio structures are capable to help support artists in a weekly serialization. So Jose will typically storyboard a chapter and is more of like an overall art direction guy now. I'll write the script, he'll storyboard. We have an inker that will pretty much ink over his boards to bring it to life. And then we have a colorist who will then color over his inks. So it's kind of like a assembly line. Like I pass a script, Jose gets the script turns into a storyboard storyboard goes to inks inks goes to colorist and there's a different person in this kind of chain and obviously we pay all these people so there's a bunch of hires weekly serialization for someone who is doing a full-time job and is trying to do everything by themselves you might want to just do shorter chapters people do this four comma very popular manga structure in japan there's also a lot of webtoon canvas series that are really short like four or five panels that people release weekly and it's less intensive than doing like a, i don't know 50 to 60 panel per episode action drama right that's what we do because our project is more intensive we hire people but if you are a sole individual trying to do everything by yourself i would just recommend scaling down your your project how do you plan your story arcs how long does it usually take you to draft the process i think it depends on how many chapters i have green lit so like if i have like a webtoon series that's like green lit i'll have like i don't know 50 episodes i kind of think of it as like a episode of television 50 webtoon episodes that's like 13 anime 
anime episodes in my opinion so i try and think of like every like i don't know two to three episodes there's like another arc that's happening like a mini arc and so i kind of try and plan it out like that so i'll write episode one here are my story beats that happen in episode one episode two here are the story beats that happen in episode two and then it's all under this umbrella arc of like you know main character training arc or something and so i just have like a general planner and then when i actually write the panel script where i outline what's actually happening in the panels typically i will kind of wing it but i'll use the story beats which I call like a general script as a reference. And that really helps me knowing generally what I'm supposed to be hitting. And then I just kind of wing it with the story beats. That's how I plan things. That's not like the right way to plan things though. I think that a lot of people and a lot of creatives use different tactics to try and plan their own story beats out. Some people are very meticulous in how they plan. Me, I'm a lot less meticulous. The only things I really do plan out are characters and their arcs and certain world building aspects are things I try and plan ahead of time. Love your stuff. Would love to see how you schedule your days and manage time. I think I made a previous video on habits. I talk about how I don't have a very organized schedule. And so I try and batch things. If I'm writing God game, a series God game, then typically I will write like two to three chapters in one sitting. Right now I'm filming videos. And so actually this is the third video, long form video that I've filmed today in, in, in one sitting. I just sit down and I film like three or four videos all in one sitting send them out to my editor, put them out across a couple of weeks. And then I don't have to film for a while. Planning and batching is something that really works for me is like just doing everything all at once. Of course, that can be sometimes kind of tiring, but it's the most efficient way to get things done. I have a checklist and a notebook. I have so many notebooks where I just kind of have all the things I have to do and I just kind of run through them like, hey, this is what I can think I can do in today. And then I go through the list. I also have a project manager from my studio that tries to keep me on schedule. For every single series that we do, Double Kill, Angel Wings, Just a Goblin, there is a script schedule and there's a storyboard schedule. So typically, if a script is due for Webtoon serialization, my project manager would be like, yo, Brandon, do you have the script? And I'll be like, no, shit. I gotta go do that. So sometimes that happens and I'll have to cram it in. And then I also just work every day, every day of the week. And I work most of the day, unless I have social plans. If I don't have social plans, I will be working or I will go to the gym. Oh, I also go to the grocery store for fun. <laughs> I'm freaking boring, man. Hi, Brandon. Why are you taking on so many projects at once? How do you keep things interesting and organized? That is a fantastic question. Chocolate comic. Why am I taking on so many projects at once? So my ultimate goal is to get an anime adaptation before I turn 30 years old. It's kind of a joke getting it before I turn 30. It, that's just kind of like a time limit to like push myself to work harder. Getting an anime before I turn 30. What is the purpose of doing so many different projects? Well, actually by doing more projects, it actually increases my chance of getting an anime adaptation. Because when you go to a producer in the anime space or in TV or film, and you have a slate of projects that you can actually sell to them, it's a lot easier for them to be like, okay, we don't like this one. This is not what we're looking for. We're not looking for this, but we're looking for this. Just a goblin. Great. Anime. By doing more series, it diversifies your, not only your storytelling, but also gives you more things to sell to producers when you're going to anime. So that's one of the reasons. Two, I get bored if I just write one series. Personally, that's just one thing that I've noticed about myself. I used to write novels, and so I used to just write one thing at a time. But even when I was writing novels, I would write multiple novels simultaneously sleep just because I would get bored. I'd be like, ah, like I need to be motivated to write Age of Darkness today. Okay. I'm going to write God of War Ares next. Right. So I'm always kind of jittery when it comes to storytelling and I get bored if I am not able to tell multiple stories and I have so many stories that I want to tell. That's why I take on a lot of different projects. I think like I have a lot of stories to tell. I like working with a lot of different people. I also have the capacity and I have the rare skill where I'm able to do that without it jeopardizing my speed or my skill. I'm lucky where I'm able to put on a different hat each time I do a different series and try to make it 
feel fresh. But how do I keep things interesting? I try and use certain references for inspiration for each series. Double Kill, for example, is a series that's coming out with Webtoon. What are the inspirations? John Wick, Inception, and Bleach. I try and stay true to that kind of theme and vibe. So that theme and vibe will be completely different from just a goblin, which is more inspired by Isekai, Berserk, which you might find interesting that that series is inspired by Berserk. And then also more goofier like Dragon Quest. By putting on different hats and having different inspirations, I'm able to make series that feel very distinctly different from each other, yet are also true to the story I want to tell, if that makes sense. For me, that's really fun doing that. That's how I try and keep things interesting, how I keep things organized. I have a project manager now. I run things through a Discord server and could be more organized, but it's, it's okay. How do you have time to film and edit videos? How do you have all this time? I've been drawing for four days straight and I can't even think about content creation. Content creation is really fast for me now. Obviously, editing is like these long form videos. I don't even do anymore. Thank God. Shout out to my awesome editor, Rage Chibi. She is a goddess. <laughs> if you love the edits on this video, it's because she's a killer. So I don't edit my videos. I only edit my short form videos. So I have a long form editor, Rage Chibi. I have a short form editor for my studio. So my studio puts out shorts on its individual channel. That's my friend Dawa, who used to stream with me, but he makes shorts for the studio channel. And then I personally edit my own shorts on like TikTok and that kind of stuff. As you can tell, some of them are pretty fast. Some of them are just reactions and some of them are nothing crazy. I try and choose videos that are really easy to make and really easy to edit. You could say that people like Mr. Beast have better, crazier editing for their shorts. For sure. For sure. I, I'm not like a content creator first, right? I'm like an author and then like content creation is what supports my author stuff because I market through that. There's this book called The Four Five Hour Work Week, something hour work week. Basically, it's all about outsourcing. In order to buy back my own time so that I can make manga and webtoons and focus on the creative side of publishing, I had to outsource the editing to other people so that I have time to do the stuff I want to do. And that's also how I'm able to do all these projects. You might be thinking, Brandon, how does he do like 20 projects? It's because I just write them and I have a lot of artists that are working with me or for me to uh, bring these projects to life. Maybe this is the face, but ultimately there's a lot, a lot of people behind the magic that make it all possible. I'm going to actually cut it there because I think that is a fantastic place to stop. Yes, if you have any more questions, make sure to drop them in the comments. That's where I got today's questions were from the YouTube comments. So make sure to drop a comment in the YouTube description. Drop a subscribe if you haven't subscribed and turn on notifications if you want to know when the next video comes out and like for the algorithm if you can please dear god i need the like i need the like please dear god anyway uh <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching if you want to read any of my other projects all the links are also in the description as well i'll see you guys on next week's video peace <laughs>